Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. going on everybody this is episode 405 of pop culture crisis my name is brett i'm here with my co-host introduce yourself would you hi crisis actors it's mary glad to be here uh, let us know if there are any stream issues should today. be fine it's, uh, it's just saying that we're not receiving enough yeah. video to maintain uh, this was a thing last time it should be just fine. let us know in the chat if anything seems to to go wrong but anyway we won't be able to do anything about it but it'll be good to know Hi, Hi. Hi, everybody. My name is Phil Abonte. I'm the lead singer of All That Remains, anti-communist and counter-revolutionary. How are you doing? Yes, he is. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about today, ladies They're and gentlemen. They're calling you low-energy no. Brett. Well, that's <laughs> too bad. I will turn this podcast around right now, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to ASMR crack open a cold it. one. <laughs> can you hear the fizz? I, I don't know if you can hear the fizz. I can hear it. In the headphones, I can, yeah. <laughs> we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today, ladies and gentlemen. Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig gave an interview, a very painful interview, in which they try to explain to you, the viewer, the feminism that is the Barbie movie. And if you think I, um, ah, uh, ooh, ah, uh, a lot on this show, <laughs> if you make fun of me for my inability to talk properly, you're going to get a kick out of this one. I, you could say that for me, it would be throwing a stone in a glass house, but uh, I'm not going to do that. And a Barbie a, dream house. A, a, made glass, glass. a glass Barbie dream house. It would be me throwing a stone there. But we're going to talk about it because I think it is a case where they're looking for a deeper meaning than is actually there. You and I'm know? so it's glad a, that it isn't there. That's yeah. my thing. They can do the over explaining and the stupid press tour thing all they want where they try to you know, superimpose a message onto this movie. But as long as the content of it is still that it's just a superficial, funny, pretty movie. Yeah. I'm, I'm still going to enjoy it to the fullest. So they can prattle on. Yep. I don't care. We're going to talk about it. So we'll get into it. Uh, I think they're they're looking for something that's not there. Uh, it looks now, ladies and gentlemen, as if SAG-AFTRA, I don't know, the, the strike might have come through. from Corey Anderson. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. He said, ain't no one kicking Margot Robbie out of bed for eating crackers. If she is mid, then so is Mary. And we all know that ain't true. Mary is based. And the only thing she's missing is posting pics of herself with guns. There That's you go. True. That's true. I've been meaning to do that. You should, you do you should own guns? It. I won't disclose Fair enough. whether or not if I own you, guns. If you want, there are times where we go to the range uh, on the weekend. Oh, that'd um, be fun. Went with Wesley. 
Wesley last uh, on Saturday, we could make sure <laughs> that there were guns. In Maryland or West Virginia? In West Virginia. Big difference. I will not go yeah. to <laughs> Maryland with guns. Um, but yeah, we can make sure that there are guns in your vicinity if you want to take pictures. Of <laughs> okay. It'll it's like it could okay. be interpreted as a veiled threat. No, not <laughs> like, at all. We will make sure there are guns in your vicinity. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. We're going to talk about that. We're, uh, we're going to talk about Bob Iger. He's got some comments to say about the looming SAG after a strike, the actors union strike, because they failed to reach a deal yesterday with the motion picture, with all the studios. How many people streamers. are surprised? Uh, very few people are surprised. Um, I don't know how I feel about this because on one hand, we'll get into it. Like I, I it's one of those things where I, just, I take no sides. I think they all deserve each other. So whatever happens to all of them, good riddance to all of them. I don't care. I mean, but we're gonna on, talk princ about it. on principle, I'm anti-union. So yeah. well, not but not just that, but also like they're also smarmy and their excuses always they pay are. their fair share and uh, and greed, 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 and I'm just like kick rocks. The fat cats. Yeah, yeah the fat cats. Always talking about the fat cats. They love the fat cats. So we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about dog the bounty hunter. Yes, that is a thing in still 2023. in 2023. Uh, he had some very mean things to say about Dylan Mulvaney, and then Dylan Mulvaney promptly fled to Peru. Oh, so, dog. <laughs> I know, right? So I heard dog is in Hawaii. Uh, yeah, No, no, Dylan Mulvaney fled to Peru. Yes. But dog yes. is in Hawaii? He lives there? Yeah, That's what I he heard. used to do guest spots on the Hawaii Five-O reboot. So That's he, so funny. So he's, he's in Hawaii, because that means that he's not as stupid as I thought. No, he's... Because Hawaii is pretty awesome. Yeah. And if you can just, like, go there and... Act like you're chasing people around sometimes and get paid what probably is millions of dollars. You've got your proverbial shit together. He's got to work. He's got to work yeah. out. So we're going to talk about all that. We're going to talk about Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, we're also going to talk about there's a, there's a whirlwind topic going around Twitter and all of social media today. I have put it up in the poll today, ladies and gentlemen. I need you to answer the question. Is Margot Robbie mid? That is the question today. I'm not going to ask you what that means. I'm not going to ask you what the standards are because it's different for everyone. And don't beat around the bush. It's a simple yes or no question. So answer the question. It is in the chat right now. Right now, 71% say no. Margot Robbie is not mid. But we'll talk about Twitter. We'll talk about everyone it's very controversial. getting into it. It's very <laughs> controversial today. You know why? Because it's, the, it's America and we've got nothing bad going on in our lives. So we're going to talk about whether this smoking hot woman what? is in fact mid. What's below mid uh the, i i you'd have to let me know uh, what is below mid chat if, can Wait, chat what do you mean well, like if, examples if, of celebrities who well no no mid, what i'm saying is what is the rating mid, below mid yeah what would you, i mean if you think about it mid just means we're gonna get into it later average right average it means yeah. like a five right five is average yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about, or is a C average? We, we I don't can, know. We're we getting into our movie. It. We're getting into our yeah. movie rating problems again. So we're going to get into all that. We got a bunch of other stuff. There's a bunch of videos to to talk about because Sound of Freedom is turning into a meme and it's becoming it's I, my I new favorite thing it. on the internet. I, so. I love Sound of Freedom, but I love the memes making fun of the the conspiracies about evacuation yes. and stuff even more. So let's get into it, shall conspiracies we? Conspiracies about evacuation. Uh, well, basically, there we talked about this uh, earlier in the week that people are, you know, having AC malfunctions. They're getting emergency evacuated. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. Different incidents where, for some reason, they yes. weren't able to see the movie. And the only reason that you shouldn't be able to see Sound of Freedom is because it's sold out. 
Yes. Yeah. All right. So if you guys are ready, we will get right into it. Mary, you're ready. I'm ready. Bill, you're ready. Yeah, let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> okay. Uh, first things first, uh, here's a little bit of a bummer to announce for you guys that Bob Iger's Disney contract has been extended through the year 2026. Womp, womp. Uh, womp, womp, womp. We're going to get more into Bob Iger later because he had stuff to say about <laughs> the about the actor strike. But I thought I'd give everyone that update. I want to watch videos. Mary, you ready to watch videos? Yeah. All okay. right. Let's go with, with this one first. Uh, this is... Uh, this was retweeted by Elijah Schaefer, so let's just go ahead and play this. This was maybe my favorite thing that I saw today. <laughs> so here we go. Production assistant on the movie Sound of Freedom, and it was a nightmare. Jim was constantly reading the Bible to different crew members. Then he started handing out prayer cards that say that Jesus saved, That's except it was a picture of him as an icon playing Jesus. <laughs> Jim was also extremely paranoid throughout the entire production of the movie. He invited General Michael Flynn to be his counterintelligence <laughs> officer, but really all Michael Flynn did was just go to catering and take all of the food and pretend to test it for poison, and we would see him and his family eating all of our food. <laughs> Jim constantly told us how important this film was and that he would be recognized as a hero. It got so bad that one day he told the entire crew not to work because he was expecting an important phone call. When he waited by the phone in his trailer and he didn't receive the phone call, he lost his mind. Later found out he was upset because he didn't win the Nobel Prize for the movie Sound of Freedom. <laughs> So, okay, that's that's satire, right? It's satire. Okay. It's, it's, it's incredible, though. Right. I love the idea that people are now, you know, nothing is safe from memetics. You're, you're always going to fall victim to memetics. Yeah. And then this other tweet says, I work at AMC and just got fired for refusing to add this liquid to a customer's soda. We were instructed specifically to serve this to Sound of Freedom audiences. I'm a microbiology student and took it to the lab to examine and found what looks like nanobots inside. Nanobots. And then there's a community note saying this tweet is disinformation <laughs> it's not satire it's disinformation uh, uh i would like to know who provided the nanobots yeah. uh, are those I, stark I, industries nanobots I, well yeah when I, mean, I see bubbles in my sparkling water i'm like those are nanobots <laughs> like is the idea here that um that the clinton foundation provided the nanobots to this to stop it because remember carlos slim which is the greatest name for a billionaire ever is apparently you just know he's a slim yeah. Bag. So, so there's a guy who helped fund this movie named Carlos Slim, which doesn't sound like a real name. Maybe he's related to Fatboy Slim. And I'm not sure. He's very friendly with the Clintons. He's friendly with the Clintons. And he, one. and he helped fund this movie. Uh, I don't know what to make of that other than all of it is becoming it's becoming a bit too much for me. And just I love the I idea care. that nothing is safe from memes. The movie is good. I don't care who was funding it, really. No, the movie was the movie was amazing. So everyone should go watch it but here's the thing if you go you watch you're gonna have to do what mary does mary when mary goes to see movies she goes out of her way to bring the loudest food and drink possible into the so into that the i studio. don't get poisoned with nanobots yeah, yeah i imagine the, that the loudest food and drink you could get would be like a live chicken that you have no, to slaughter she, <laughs> in, in, i was actually going to bring an recession and inflation are here gas housing and everyday goods are up way up 
and you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds, and stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. Arcseedkits.com. <laughs> she she brings um she brings in like she asks for the loudest containers you can bring food nice. in. It's just plastic as hell. It's just I I wait for the loudest action scenes. It's all wrapped very tightly in yes. uh, tin foil and paper, layered like paper. Like first it's like like wax paper, then tin foil, then wax paper, then tin foil, and mm-hmm. just just crinkling as as you go. So so like what it is you got to do because you've all, I've also seen you bring boba in from time to time. So you're gonna have to that? bring your own boba into the theater to prevent yourself from getting dosed with nanobots from the people um. at AMC. I also uh, needed to read this one from Airtest. Oh, oh, he said, I need Phil to say nano machines, son. Nano machines, son. He didn't say scream. So if he said scream, said that, would, uh, yeah, that, my, would be, my... that would be different. Nano machines, son. There we go. There we <laughs> son. Go. All right. Uh, we got a couple of other things to get through here real quick. Uh, Barbie really is killing it with the marketing campaign. They may not know how to explain what, how the hell their movie's a feminist movie, but they certainly know how to market this movie. Burger King Brazil unveils limited edition pink burger and Barbie shake to celebrate the release of Barbie. It doesn't appetize me, but I also wasn't one of those crazy psychotic kids in the 90s who ate the green ketchup. That stuff was gross looking. Well, is this the viral pink sauce that it was sold at walmart must be must be that uh and then we got that and this is you know what this is mary phil yesterday we talked about uh thailand has a burger king burger now no meat it's just 20 just slices cheese. of cheese this is that. better than that that's the cheese cheeseburger yeah this is better than that so yeah uh Can I get a cheeseburger no burger do, do you do you agree with this do you do you um you it's want a this? step up from the impossible whopper yeah, you're not a fan of the... See, I've heard... I have tried the Impossible Whopper, by the way. Was it good? During my vegan days. I tried it. it I, I didn't enjoy it all that much, to be honest. It was meh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the in the chat, Doll Click says. Meanwhile, there are kids being abused. Har 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 har. WTF? Uh, you have to be able to laugh at everything and anything, and Dude. take the serious serious when it comes. Ladies, I'm not and laughing at abuse. I'm laughing at a TikTok. Yes, uh, that is that is a false dichotomy. Sorry I'll laugh at that. abuse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dare you? I dare me. Fair. Is it a dare? Is it there? Okay. Uh, we get not just that though, ladies and gentlemen. We've got this one. This one's actually really interesting. Uh, Barbie Pink Tardis appears in front of Tower Bridge in London. Pink Tart. That's Tardis is the thing Doctor from Who. Doctor Who. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. indestructible and looks like a trash can. But I think this looks is like because one of the Ken characters is played by the guy who's going to be the next Doctor. Uh, Cootie Gottwa, Is that yep. his name? Yeah. 
Um, so they're they're going out of their way. They're marketing this movie extremely well. I'll Ross give them promotion. that. Yeah, they're yeah. they're promoting this movie in every. Po- Remember the the it feels like a lifetime ago. The big pink dream house was like last week. Feels like ten promotional materials ago. They like in Malibu, like a huge pink Barbie dream house just like appeared overnight in yeah. in Malibu. It was Christopher crazy. Christopher Nolan is seething. He he's like he's like he doesn't need to market it. Also and. Um, uh, Killian Murphy said he will go see Barbie in theaters. So they're even they're poaching their actors. They asked Christopher Nolan if he had seen Barbie yet, and he simply said no. <laughs> He's too serious of a person to to do that. Christopher Nolan doesn't do. Uh... See now, what we need to find out later is after this, Greta Gerwig needs to make an Oppenheimer movie, and Christopher Nolan needs to make a Barbie movie. Yeah. Or maybe he can make a Ken. He can make the Ken movie. I also if saw Ken was like. <laughs> On the run from the police and blowing up everything behind him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In reverse. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be awesome. All right. Uh, not just that. I do want to show this clip, guys. Uh, I want your opinion this on this. This is Taylor Phil. Swift and her security <laughs> oh, yeah. guard who is on watch. It's <clears throat> uh, so a security guard was ready for everything and anything. Uh, first of all, that's a weird way of saying it. It's anything and everything. Weird. Just okay. weird. <laughs> Here we go. Full screen. Look at this guy. He is ready for it. He's constantly ready to draw the gun. How do you feel, Phil, knowing that uh, Taylor Swift, who's got her own views on gun control, is is very well protected by you know Taylor many Swift security has, guards? Taylor Swift, has, Taylor Swift has views on gun control, and apparently she has views on crowd control as well. That guy is on point. All right, you can people can make jokes about like him being like you know kind of like intense or whatever that's exactly how he's supposed to be that dude is uh, he's definitely former military kind of dude he's like professional security and if you hire security and your security is broing down with you you're gonna get shot or you're gonna get stabbed or you're gonna get accosted or something your security shouldn't be looking at you when you're in public your security should be looking at places where possible threats he's looking up at the at the at the crowd the people are which is where which makes sense considering recently there's been an absolute deluge of people getting hit by stuff from people in the audience that's fair but even without that he should be looking at the crowd because that's where the threats will come from. They're not yeah. going to come from Taylor Swift. Like, so no one's going to jump out of her bra yeah. and then like knock her over. It's and too, try, bad. You know? it's too bad. Too <laughs> bad. Or maybe you know, maybe you know who could appear there is the lady from the airplane who said that mother effer over there is not real because they're still looking for her and nobody can find her. No. Like uh, everyone's maybe looking for that Maybe she wasn't lady. real. I love that every. I love that she, the acronym is. <laughs> yeah, the, it's just T M F I N R. That that lady is uh, that lady is amazing. Like I need to know what happened. No, to she her. was right. That MFR wasn't real. I mean, he said. But Taylor Swift made her comments about gun control, and you, yeah. you mentioned that to me earlier. Just like she has had her comments in the past, but all of these celebrities are hypocritical when it comes to to that. I mean, look, everyone that knows me knows that I'm an an absolutist when it comes to specifically the Second Amendment, but really to any any of the the things in the Bill of Rights, she can have bad takes. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Like, she doesn't know what the hell she's talking about, and it's fine. Yeah. People are going to be like, yo, you have to talk about this stuff. 
even if you don't know yeah. like people are going to demand because she used to not you know say and talk about politics and people were making demands all the blah, old blah, blah. headlines from 2018 when she did talk about gun control were like in a rare political statement or like <laughs> we finally have one political opinion from taylor swift and now there's nothing that she hasn't shared yeah. about her political views yeah. like it and would i miss great it to see more celebrities to just be i would love to see one to just be like <clears throat> i don't care yeah. <laughs> like I just want to make a bunch of money but, and and act immature and and just live my best life. I saw this Oh, oh, they're trying to they're trying to hurt oh, yeah, I don't care. I, I saw this I don't awful care. video uh yesterday. Uh this TikTok where women posted about moving to Spain, these American this American couple that moved to Spain. She said, when we first visited, she's like filming with her husband, by the way, who looks like a total cuck. She's like, when we first visited, we were just sitting at this restaurant and all these people were walking by. And I told him, none of them have guns. And that's really what, you know, convinced us to move here. As but if <laughs> as if you're living in a in like a deep blue city, like any of the people there are going to have guns anyways, like while you're walking down the street. Yeah, if the as if the existence of guns on people is inherently a problem any effect on your life it's really funny except for oh i read stories that make me uncomfortable <laughs> because 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 i don't like the idea as opposed to actually worrying about interactions with people that actually are carrying guns yeah like there's a it's, I, when i used to manage this gas station there was a there was a, a motorcycle club in like it was really interesting it was a group of all guys who had been so they were sober for extended amount of years mm -hmm. and they got sober through the program but also sure. they were in a motorcycle club that was mm -hmm. all guys who were sober and he's coming in one day this guy and he's been coming in there for ages and he he opens his vest and i just happened to catch like he had a, a very well concealed glock <laughs> Glock 19 um, mm -hmm. and I was like I was like that is unbelievably like there's no printing on your on your vest at all and he's like I make my jackets he made his own custom leather vests for his for mm -hmm. his weapons and I always thought that that was really because he would make them for everybody and apparently everybody in that group was carrying yeah I was carrying and then coming there for years and believe it or not nobody got hurt I, shocking I, yeah I mean yeah they're also saying I see people in the chat saying Taylor is mid Woo. That is uh that is a false one too. No, Maybe seen, mid at dancing. I've seen the same take. They're saying like Taylor Swift is so popular with women because she's non-threatening. She's not attractive enough to be threatening that's to them. That's that's ridiculous. We'll get into yeah. it later. All right. Um uh let's also <laughs> I saw what was it Chuck Schumer the other day was talking about Logan Paul's energy drink. Oh good. God. And I was like what oh, the hell? Oh, they're going to make it illegal, aren't yeah, they? It's illegal in Canada now. Yeah, nice. too much caffeine they're saying. Good. That's good. No, I mean, that's totally sarcastic. It's, it's, it's definitely no longer Prime Day in Canada. Officials up north said this week that they're recalling Logan Paul and KSI's popular energy drink. I've personally never seen anybody drinking one. What's it called? Uh, it's Prime. Called Prime. Prime. Is it owned by Amazon? I, I have no idea. That's a very good question. I uh, saw a, I saw when they first released it, some of the ads were the, great. The ads are fun. The ones in the in the grocery stores? <laughs> yeah. The ones in the grocery They were really, really fun. Like, they were funny. Because they were still, like, people still were under the impression that they were beefing yeah. at the time. Yeah. So it's like really weird seeing them do these ads together <laughs> in, in public. But yeah, it says uh, they says it has 200 milligrams of caffeine per can. Prime Energy needs to be pulled from the stores. I don't know how much caffeine this has. If if uh, Does it actually list it on there? It says zero calories. I don't know if I buy that. Is that, that. actually Starburst flavored? Yes. 
and That's it's awesome. Disgusting. It's amazing. It's the most disgustingly amazing thing <laughs> you've ever seen. It doesn't. It doesn't list the caffeine here, and that sounds illegal. But it's probably on there somewhere. But yeah, like you, you're not going to be able to buy it anymore. It says uh, comes in 20 milligrams over the country's recommended limit. Well, if it's a recommended limit, yeah. how is that even possible? Chuck Schumer, stay the hell out of my refrigerator. Yeah. Like, and who are these Canadians? Is this Justin Trudeau? So Justin Trudeau gets to wear blackface, but Logan Paul can't sell his energy drink in Canada. That's just wrong. Yeah. It's just wrong. All right. Uh, um, what would you like first? Uh, we don't have a cute of the day today. We have a we have a wholesome of the day. Well, uh, guys, if you have cute of the day, you're gonna have to submit them at uh, Pop Culture Crisis underscore Show on on Twitter, and then hashtag PCC Pets or tag me in it. But today we have a wholesome of the day, and we have a bunch of cringe let's start with the the wholesome stuff okay let's let's watch the wholesome one first this uh tacty platy i believe sent this one to me earlier uh this is this is really really good so here let's watch this this is kevin conroy uh with a batman story and this one guy in the middle of the night like three nights into this he goes so my day job is i'm an architect he says what's your day job i said well i do voices mostly when i knew it he said you're the guy who does batman you're that Kevin Conroy. So he goes into this dining hall, and this is, you know, the first week after the attack, and there had been like just this somber sadness. And you hear him go, guys, guys, you're not gonna believe who's been cooking your dinners. It's Batman. That's amazing. There's this long silence, and you hear, bullshit, from the back of the place. And he, and he said, then someone else says, make him prove it. So I thought, oh, this is good. So I'm in the back kitchen, and I do from the back kitchen, I am vengeance, I am the knight, I am Batman! It's this long pause, and then you hear from the back of the place, holy f that is Batman! <laughs> and suddenly people were laughing, and the architect who had recognized me said, uh, What's it feel like to be Santa Claus? <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. That's awesome. That's an amazing story. Like I, yeah. I need more. Like a lot of the wholesome content you see, it always comes across as almost propagandistic to me. Yeah. This is just a wholesome story. Like a lot of the, a lot of like, because I used to follow a lot of, I still do. A lot of the accounts that are like wholesome way to start the day or like wholesome stories, and a lot of them start to feel like the Twitter, like the Twitter mom who says, "My son asked why Donald mm. Trump is going to put everybody in jail." Yeah. They all start to sound like that a little bit uh this is not that and it's no, amazing no that so. that was very genuine and like you know the, the the question at the end what's it like to be santa claus how great is that right to, to be like what's it like to have just given happiness to these people that were literally you know still in shock yeah you know yep. and it's and uh i think that's just sweet as hell unbelievable all right uh now ladies and gentlemen i've given you the wholesome there's a whole lot of cringe today so first things first uh actually you know what i'm gonna show the one that i found first this i, I don't know if this is fake or not but it does involve shopping carts, and shopping carts are a, a, a topic of debate here. Remember, this could actually be theoretically, Mary. This could be your fault. Theoretically, theoretically, we okay. don't know. We don't know where this takes place, but you're gonna have to watch this. Here we go. So she. What? <laughs> Excuse me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am. You need to settle down. Mind your business, okay? <laughs> Ma'am, once again, ma'am. I said both of you. No, you said sir. Once again, it's ma'am. Right before him, you fucking said sir. It's the audio from the. Motherfucker, yes, take yes. it outside. More I will show you a fucking sir. 
She moved it out of the way there. It totally would have moved. I, I can't tell if this is fake or not, but if it isn't, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. I'm really confused. Yeah. I why am was she, too. Wait, why was she moving it like that? But I have no idea. Like, the only thing I can think of is if she's not just really dumb, is that it's staged and it could be staged, but I have no idea. What? <laughs> she, that is crazy. But that could be you. Mary could have left that cart right there because she didn't want to put it back in the corral. And this lady was just like, I can't get in there. Like, how did she get on that side? Did she have to crawl over? She knows there are carts inside, right? <laughs> Apparently not. Uh, amazing. It's it's incredible. But yeah, good good for this lady. At least she got her cart. She's like this one. Yeah, th she really <laughs> that needed that one particularly. This one. The reason you go to Target rather than Walmart is to get a cart with four wheels that actually work. Yeah. I haven't gone to Target since the beginning of June. It's starting to get annoying. The um, like if you're you boycotting. I mean, I just try. I, if I can go somewhere else to buy stuff, I go somewhere else, and I don't need to go to Target for anything. You know. Okay. Uh, in the chat, uh, Darboyd says, "Why? wait, why is this Mary's fault? I said it could be because it could have been a cart left by Mary that she didn't put away. I'm just so confused why she needed to put it into the cart rail. <laughs> None then of that made any, any take sense. take it in. <laughs> I, I couldn't like. believe it. Uh, it's amazing. So, all right. Uh, let's watch it because uh, Phil Labonte on Twitter shared this earlier. He says, this is the weirdest shit. I don't, e I don't mean uh, I don't mean her to uh, I don't mean her. I mean the phenomenon. So you're talking about this actual video. Yeah. Like, right? not, it's, I mean, it's, I'm not trying to crap on her. You know, look, look, girls, get your bag. Like, you know, however you get paid to get paid. I don't care. Well, um, but like because last night I was like. You know what? If you're saying get your bag, queen, it's weird, but I don't care. Fuck off. <laughs> I don't. I genuinely it's don't. It's weird. Well, this is this this is weird. Yes, like the 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 behavior. But I'm I'm more talking about like chicks that are strippers or chicks that are sex workers or whatever. Like I know that there are people that have moral objections to it. I don't. I don't care. I don't have an issue with it. But when it comes to the behavior of like what to me, my first you know my first like instinct was that looks like. Um, you know, like a video game, like a, a, a save screen or like, you know, you like you like if you're it's like the responses that she's doing are as if it's just a video game. And I'm like, that is the weirdest thing to, to that would people would just sit there and watch. Yeah. Someone that is and give their money. Yeah. Yes. Let's watch the ones that Mary sent here. Here's the first one. Uh, well, should we watch all of them or just one, uh, one or two of them? I have no idea. There's, it's so good. It was you, Max, Pop, amazing. Mmm, <laughs> ice cream so good. Mmm, <laughs> ice cream so good. Thank you, CR. Thank you, mustard. Mmm, ice cream so good. Thank you, Sky. Gun money. Wow, I got your name. Beautiful gift. For you, take your heaven. Mmm, ice cream so good. Thank you, Ash. Thank you, Tania. Mmm, ice cream so good. Thank you, Saturn. So yes, weird. do you think? Do you think? Huh? Woo! Take you nowhere. Take you Yayita. Yes, popcorn. Yes, popcorn. <laughs> yes, popcorn. Yes, popcorn. Oh, take a sky. I love I don't know how I feel about this. I just, whatever, dude. It's so weird. It so means weird. that we need to start popping. <clears throat> Popcorn with a, with a hair strainer on yeah. the show. Right? Oh, that's what her deal is? She's Okay, so she's just... Would you guys send more Super Chats if we popped if popcorn with a hair straightener on the show? And this is the one Phil sent. Or is she... Damn, marshmallow. Crunchy corn, yum! 
Jaws. In the chat, Bubba45 asks a very good question. Oh, no, I said, what are we watching? What are we watching, I asked. It's a TikTok Ooh, live no. stream. Existentially. How spicy. That's scary. Ice cream, yum! Kiki boss. So weird. Ice cream, yum! Once we get to 350, I'll leave. I promise. Stinky swear. Now spicy. Hot dog, yum! How does she do that demon voice? Hot dog, yum! Oh my gosh. I wonder if she eats any of those foods when she's not doing this. Because I bet you that just ruins her, her desire to eat so uh, a hot dog. Weird. It's so weird. I have no idea what this is. The comments are really, really funny, though, because, oh, there's people from the, the chat in the comments. But they're saying, uh, uh, oh, yeah, I got tagged in this one. Uh, are by Serenko says no there's more I thought just the, just the one I saw in pop culture underscore show was cringe inducing already yeah I, I don't know like uh, I can't apparently get this is a thing I can't get mad at someone for making their uh, making their money but I can, I can. wonder what's uh, what's going on I, I do have questions uh, it's it's a very weird world we live in these days so it's just very weird <laughs> and Our I was thinking like this is still more dignified than making your money on OnlyFans, but all go. of these chicks that do this probably oh, also yeah. have she OnlyFans. She does OnlyFans. The first I'm one, sure. the first one yesterday said, you said yeah. did, the yeah. Pinky Doll or whatever her name was. All right, guys, uh, let us move on. Let's get started. So recently, the uh, the movie Barbie, the promotion for the film has gone into overdrive. Oh, wait, before we get started, would you hit the like button on this video? And would you subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already? If you saw earlier, all Super Chats, $20 and over. Uh, Mary will go, yes, yes, yes. And then and then we will read yes, the Super Chat. Yes, popcorn. <laughs> yes, popcorn. We will read them right then and there, and then we will get back to discussion. Okay, so recently the promotional material the marketing for the barbie movie has gone into overdrive and while the marketing department has done a fantastic job getting this movie out there in a fun way for everyone to see the cast of the film seems to be going out of their way to ruin it for everyone by overly intellectualizing their discussions about what the hell a Barbie movie is. No better way is this described, then we'll hold off on that, than in this interview between with Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie in which they try to explain to this interviewer just what the hell about Barbie is feminist there's right? $20 all right uh, go ahead uh, Hobbit said summon the asteroid please life hurts this part of the internet scares me far more than AI overlords and nuclear apocalypse that is I'm gonna go play I'm gonna go play Halo and Fallout and hide from these people but not yet you have to hear us talk about Barbie and why it's feminist it's definitely more like AI is definitely more frightening than than uh, cherry crush <laughs> All right, so uh, let's go ahead and let's watch the the video. I'll put it on screen here. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna watch. A, are we gonna watch the whole thing or just like the first couple of minutes? We need to watch the whole thing. Okay. Um, again, <laughs> it's, guys, it's I, so insane. I hate to uh, the sewage to just spilling out of Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie's mouth about this film. 
it, they they clearly didn't know what to say. The sewage. It, it was just, it kept coming. Like, it was like crazy. By the way, I see Bounding Into Comics in the chat. This article Hi. was written on Bounding Into Comics. So let's go ahead. Let's watch this clip. Uh, and let's just see how Greta Gerwig <clears throat> and Margot Robbie explained the feminism in Barbie. Able to be understood about the film in advance. Clearly, Mattel still talk about it in slightly different terms to you two, mm -hmm. but somehow, you know, they don't like to call it a feminist film. Mm. The actors seem very comfortable with talking about it as a feminist film. Yeah. But somehow, it doesn't matter that you talk about it differently. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, it most certainly is a feminist film, um, and, and I think the the sort of can you explain that? Why? How? How so? I, to me, it's like that's like one slice of the pie. Like it's so it's pretty big. It's, slice. A, it's a big <laughs> slice, but like I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I no, I know. It, I also wouldn't yeah. call it a funny film because then yes, that discredits true. the yeah. fact that it's got it's a lot of heart film. and it's got a lot of emotion and it's got a lot of like movie references. You know, all this kind of stuff. I'm like, it is funny. That is a huge part of it. It's a comedy, right? But. If yes. you just call it a funny film, you almost make it sound like it doesn't have a lot going on, and it does. Well, I mean, like this is this is sort of it, when we talk about this stuff, it's it also it almost sounds silly because you <laughs> you start talking about Barbie and Ken, and you're and then you're having very serious <laughs> discussions about Barbie yep. and Ken. Yeah, but it like, sounds silly because I mean, it I is to, to whatever that sort of of like it's also a humanist film mm -hmm. because it's like the humanity in so huh? far as you can call it of like Barbie and Ken is what's paramount in the film. And at the beginning of the movie, uh, you know, Ken is a person with no status in this world. So in this kind of reversed world, that person who has no status is in a completely untenable place long quite a, term quite a brave decision too to give ken such a big character in the end to take mm -hmm. him away from being the cipher that he's always been into a real thing right which is you know but, but that in that way it's 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 giving him you know humanity as it were as a doll as a, you know whatever these these kind of knots on knots that we have um mm -hmm. of the of the world mm -hmm. of barbie but yeah i mean i also think just I will say just the existence of this film in in the way that it oh, does yes. is pretty incredible okay. and it's pretty I mean like when I think of it this sort of um as as it stands I'm like this is this is amazing that this movie is is made and it's made the way it is with Margot uh -huh, as uh -huh. a producer and a star and right, right and what what the story is of the movie it feels sort of unbelievable that it's been made oh. but I think it's also it's feminist in a way that includes everyone. It's like a, it's a rising tide lifts all <laughs> version of it. Yeah, I think some people hear the word feminist and means that doesn't mean men. And I'm like, well, yeah, no, it anyone, does mean men. Anyone who believes men and women should be equal is it's feminist. Just, that's, so it's, 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 it's <laughs> so, that simple. But I think some okay. people hear the word feminist and like associate a lot of negative baggage mm -hmm. with the word. And so what is it for you in the film? If you think, if, if you guys are comfortable, you guys, there I go, look at me. You know, yeah. if the actors, <laughs> if, if, if all the people on set are comfortable, they get that the word belongs to the film, how so? I think it belongs to the film because I think it's, um, because it's... when we were, when we were making it, the whole, Barbie is like an icon <laughs> that, as Margot was speaking to, that it's both, um, it's it, it. She exists in the the both and, not the. Either. <laughs> She's not either good yeah. or bad, or you know, 
is that diving into the complexity of it and not running away from it, but like looking at all the thorniness <laughs> and stepping into it and also yes, looking at all the yes. thorniness and it's stepping It's all coming into together. What, what, what? <laughs> James Lindsay what would do a better job at this. What women need to be and um, oh. how to give them something other than a tightrope to walk on is how it feels feminist to me. I, is there more? No. Yeah, there's more. <laughs> Actually, when I got asked the other day, like, is Barbie a feminist? I was like, well, she's actually like the level up from that. Because if you look at Barbie oh. land at the beginning, like, yeah. the Barbies are on top and the Kens are yes. kind of disregarded. So I was like, well, that's not equal. <laughs> no, right, so right. whatever Margo is doing what slightly better. Is actually yeah. Barbie's like, so yeah. towards the end, yeah. when yes. they balance yes. things out, then it might uh, be feminist. Let's read the two $20 super chats there. Okay, uh, we've got one from Rhaegar Targaryen. Literally, Kamala Harris could have given the same explanation. <laughs> uh, or Jen Psaki could have been like, we'll circle back on that question. Jen well, Psaki's circle back. She's a hundred times better than, than, uh, than Kamala this, Harris. And then B Mafia 716 says, I'm sending this just to stop the stupid of the interview. <laughs> Thank you. Look, I, uh, I also saw they a chat. They just kept going I saw and a chat, going. I saw a chat earlier with somebody saying, Brett, please make this stop. But I was I was uh, informed earlier today that I paused the, the, the videos too much. So if I have to suffer and I'm not allowed to pause, <laughs> then my friend, you all get to We're suffer. We're suffer through it. With us, do you want to keep? Oh, we got one oh, more. We got another one. one from Dave Gazuli. Representation of women in positions of success is the least important part of actually getting women to succeed. The parts of society that actualize women to succeed have nothing to do with the sales of a freaking doll. SMH here. Uh, they're over intellectualizing it. Do we do we want to keep going or do we do we like uh, again, guys? You can make this stop anytime. You just have to send twenty dollars. Yeah. I mean, we can show the rest um, if they end up giving us an actual explanation. I'd uh, be shocked. I will say that Margot Robbie did mildly better than poor Greta Gerwig, who yeah. seems to have no clue what she's talking about. Like I've, I'm I mean, still kind of bad just for are, her. Like sweating bullets because they cannot say anything like. Well, maybe it's just not that deep. Like, maybe there's no feminist message in the movie. And it's just a movie, and we enjoyed making it, and I hope that you enjoy watching it. They I'll can tell you say this. anything but that. Maybe there's some female privilege here, because if Christopher Nolan gave that explanation for why... Because his movies make no sense half the time anyways. I, guess, I watched Tenet a bunch of times. <laughs> it, it makes sense, but you get I'm what I'm saying. interpreting this as charitably as possible from Greta Gerwig... She's saying that Ken in the Barbie universe, not in the real world, is as a man, a sort of second class citizen. And he's in an untenable position because he's not recognized as a whole person the way that Barbie is in the Barbie universe. So it's like turning the tables on men and women in the real world because, you know, women are still treated like second class citizens in 2023. And they're, you know, Ken is kind of actually being oppressed in the Barbie universe. So it's like showing you the other side of the coin. Ooh, they're now subverting I don't want to see Barbie. They're, they're subverting expectations I'm because men are second-class citizens in the Barbie universe. I'm fed up with subversions. Yep, that's uh, it's the worst thing that but you can do now. Is like the only way to actually subvert something now is to not subvert yeah. it at all. The yeah. funny thing is like. Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling themselves in all of their interviews have been so expertly media trained that they're able to market it so well and they avoid these stupid questions and these like 
long form essays about why the movie is like this, you know, academic interpretation of like social dynamics or here's the like deeper message of it. They're just marketing it as fun and superficial and visually pleasing, which is exactly what it was supposed to be and why everyone's going to see it. Right. Like I would hope. Hope. Yes. Yeah. And and they can keep prattling on about why it's feminist <clears throat> and why it's actually, you know, putting the nail in the coffin of heteronormative gender ideals or whatever. They can keep doing that and we can just pat them on the head and say, yes, that's great, dear. That's that's really nice, honey. And How much we money can just did you waste enjoy on your the degree? film for what it is. Yeah. Right. Like, you, do you think she was having flashbacks to some type of dissertation she had to give? Uh, on gender studies? She does press so often, like, you would think she'd have a better way of... Answer. Like, answering that question. You, but... I, to be honest with you, I think there's there's some value in that statement. The, the, the idea that she is unprepared for these type of, of comments, considering it's 2023, and, yeah. I mean, she should have a canned answer that is succinct and can get her from the, you know, get get her through that question Four sentences at most yeah in a in a clean way that does what it's supposed to do and she should use that same answer every time someone brings it up because i i tell you what i've i've done a boatload of inter interviews myself 99 percent of them are the same yeah. the same questions the same you know the same stuff almost all the time the ones that are good are the ones that seem like conversations where you don't realize you're answering the questions of the interviewer Stuff like that, where it's Q&A, like, you should have a canned answer for probably 95% of the stuff they ask, you know what you're going to say. Then you can pepper in, like, stories that relate to the person or to the area that you're in or whatever to make them seem less uh, pre-programmed, but you should have the the basis of your answer for the vast majority of the questions they're going to ask. I mean, maybe this shows that Greta Gerwig cares more about her movie than just giving it this canned appearance that no it's, you know disagree like if she can't come up with an answer for that question maybe it means that she didn't make it to be a feminist movie and now we can expect it to be good that's true she doesn't know why it's feminist she may that's true it also is a good idea to have an answer for those kind of questions regardless of how you made it because you know yeah. that stuff is coming it's like you're doing barbie of course that stuff's going to come. It'd be really easy to you know? make up an answer like that. <clears throat> like, you know, Barbie has been attacked for being a misogynistic stereotype of a, you know, blonde bimbo with no values or convictions. And we're tackling those criticisms yeah. in this movie. She would have been and, better off just like literally like ask, because a lot of times they can ask ahead of time what, what the questions are, right? Like, yeah. they, like she should have just done that and just fed it into chat GPT. And, and got Chad herself. GPT would do a better job at completing this interview for sure. Yeah, yeah. maybe like, we should ask Chat GPT on air. The, Why uh, is the Barbie movie feminist? That's uh, would it, well, because uh, the newest information would be two years old, so it wouldn't uh, it wouldn't have access um, to the yeah. to the current year information about it. But yeah, like I was watching it and I just it's felt a humanist film. That, like that felt that when she said high tides raise all boats i'm like now she's just saying stuff like that doesn't have anything to do with the movie what are you talking about like but this i is felt like when mark zuckerberg does uh like he answers questions yeah but i also felt bad for her because like she's out on an island there at that point the interviewer is not 
cutting in to like help to be like, oh, you mean like you know, like the interviewer could have right. helped her out a little bit there. Uh, I, I felt bad. She for had it. to keep asking the question over and over again because she was getting non-answers. But this is like when Mark Zuckerberg is in like answering questions of Congress people, and he's like, um, "I actually don't know." Next question, please. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, or it could it could just be that maybe her answer isn't politically correct. Maybe she has an answer she doesn't want to give, but it's just not a politically correct answer. They're too cowardly to just say this is a fun movie and that's all that it is. I mean, I, I'm still I don't know if I buy that anymore. I'm starting to we're going to have to wait and see. But uh, I'm not sure if I buy that this is just a fun movie anymore. I'm wondering if just the the promotional department is at war with the writing department and the in the promotional department just really wants to make it work and the writing know. department just doesn't I, have I a think clue. we should show the uh, video of Miss Teen USA 2007 did you send uh, first of all we got a $20 yeah. super chat there uh, from Dave Gazuli. Dave Gazuli said to address the poll anyone who calls Margot Robbie mid is right in the sense that she is a 10 in the mid midst Midst. of five six sevens eights and nines what does yeah. that mean he's saying she's a yeah. 10 in a, in a sea of five six sevens eight and nines i agree with your sentiment dave that that one just didn't go over i liked it uh <laughs> i like you <laughs> my my brain doesn't work very well so i i thought that it, it worked for me uh it worked it worked in my brain did you send me the yeah is it uh yes. there it is okay yes let's watch this is that is this pulled up to a timestamp or is it just the whole clip it, the whole clip okay here we go Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the U.S. on a world map. Why do you think this is? I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so. This girl could have played Barbie. Because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps, and uh, <laughs> I believe that our ed education, like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq, everywhere like such as, and... I believe this that they girl. should, uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. Um, or should help South Africa. Yes, Greta should Gerwig. help the Iraq and the Asian countries. So we will be able to build up our future for our children. Thank you very much, South Carolina. He's uh, trying that, so hard wait, not to Wait, was that Mario Lopez? Yeah. Well, poor Mario Lopez yeah. is Mario like, Lopez <laughs> is trying so hard not to laugh in this girl's face. That was history making, man. I, Mario Lopez is a part of history. Oh, man. Like, um, like she could have played Barbie. You're right. She, yeah. They, they could have had her play Barbie, and they could have confused uh, pageant queen question Barbie. Uh, and, and that would have been great. I also wish we could have covered that there was a thing at the beginning of the year where apparently like a bunch of pageants. U.S. Americans. Like uh, a bunch of pageants were uh, supposed like like um rigged like they oh. were like we're oh. like the, the lady who won like doesn't look surprised you know because they always have to feign surprise and then the other people have to feign like they're happy for them uh and the, the ladies were not happy and the lady who won was like yeah i won and they were saying like she might have mm. uh there might have been some trickery at play and then now we have yeah. uh, what was the one that happened recently where a guy won a, a pageant the guy oh, the, the oh, Miss, the, Miss yeah. Netherlands was yeah. actually a biological a male. Yeah. And I think I, I agree look, with Barbie. Math class is tough it is. and interviews are even tougher. <laughs> Clip that. Like that was great. That was that was fantastic. Look, uh, at the end of the day, 
Like, if you make an action movie, like, Tom Cruise just doesn't... Tom Cruise does not have to come out. Have you noticed? So, the new Mission Impossible movie, right? Hold hold off on the 20th Super Chat. The new Mission Impossible movie... The new <laughs> hold Mission, off. The new Mission Impossible movie is about artificial intelligence. That's the bad guy. Yeah. But Tom Cruise isn't out here saying, uh, well, the reason why the movie is important is because, um, uh, well, uh, you know, that artificial um, in, intelligence... Um, He's, like, conjecturing is, uh, an exe- on... It's an existential threat to, to you know... Like the um the threat to America because I'm um, like the thing. No, he doesn't say that. He just says it's a fun movie. You should go see it. Stuff blows up. I ride motorcycles and I run fast. That's all you have to do. It doesn't yeah. need to be more than that. There's a twenty dollars super chat there from Francisco Sanchez Jr. Greta's sequel, Barbie Two Transformers, more than meets the eye. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, there already is a trans Barbie in the supporting cast of this movie. Which I'm not happy about, but I'm willing to overlook that. I'm willing to overlook these stupid interviews and Simu Lu saying that it's, you know, deconstructing gender norms and blah, blah, blah. As long as it's a fun movie and the actual content of the movie doesn't browbeat me or condescend to me, yeah. then I'm happy to just enjoy it for what it is. I, I love the idea that, like, if Simu Lu's like, we're here to reinforce gender norms and enforced through a patriarch like that's what they should have done they should have marketed it the opposite way as a meme and said we're here and then make it a feminist movie and then scare everyone they should have actually made that movie and then marketed (laughs) it that way and been really subversive (laughs) all right hey i got to that 20 we got to that 20 dollar one fast enough i just had to make my point there all right let us uh, let's go to super chat shall we okay uh andrew jacobs said margo is hot mary's hotter mic drop that's, well, uh, I that... don't agree, but thank you. I appreciate it. Yesh said, Brett, Rad, Mary, Trad, Phil, anti-comrade. <laughs> also, yeah. Mary, like that, that, was a, that was a good answer, Mary. That I don't, is there another answer where you're like, yeah, like I am really like a lot hotter. I could have done Mar- a Greta Gerwig. Then like, oh, well, like um, maybe I am like kind of sort of, you know, hotter um, than Margot the things. <laughs> thank you, guys. In the chat, Moontune X says Tate for Ken. What if they had Andrew Tate play Ken? Or one of the Kens. Yes, that's what they He's just done. super misogynistic. <laughs> Tom Bomber said, not only did I eat the green ketchup, I made a meatloaf with it. It was one of the most disgusting looking things, but tasted just fine. That is all. I mean, but but presentation is a big part of cooking, right? They they talk about that when you watch like chef shows and stuff. Like it does matter. Uh, well, unless I mean, you're alone, technically yeah, it doesn't it, matter. Like technically, uh, it, it's not part of cooking. It's but, a, but, it's but presenting. It, like it's it's a presentation of it, right? Like yeah. you're like something can actually turn off eat, turn you off eating something because it doesn't look appetizing. Of course, Just close your eyes. Yeah. Of course. Shane H. Wilder said, wait, they put nanobots in my drink. That explains a lot. Yeah, dude. That's, uh, I'm, I'm with you, man. It's, uh, you got to be careful. When you go to see Sound of Freedom next, if you go see it again, bring your own drink inside. That way you're also sticking it to the man because they're trying to, to screw your movie over. So let's, let's hold off on the rest. We'll come back. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about the writer. I'm sorry, the writer strike is already going on. Let's talk about the Actors Union, SAG-AFTRA, going on strike after falling, uh, after 
after negotiations fell through, there's a lot of statements coming out about this. We're going to talk about Bob Iger's take on this predominantly. But right now, there's one statement in this deadline article that's been making the rounds on Twitter and social media. Screen Rant posted an infographic. Mary, do you want to read them what it said in this article? Because it is, it is a bit shocking, but also makes perfect yes. sense. It said, the end game is to allow things to drag on until union members start losing their apartments and losing their houses. Yeah. They just, like, what? it's a business. What do you expect? A business is going to business. Look, the, the thing is, people forget that strikes are not guarantees. Yep. The, the point of a strike is to cause pain to the manufacturer or the business owner so that way he gives in to your demands. If you're in a position where you cannot cause enough pain to a man, to a business, yeah. you're gonna lose. Yep. So the idea that 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 the the union was guaranteed to win and et cetera, that that is not how strikes go. There is plenty of history of the people that strike losing their jobs because they decided to strike. There's yeah. there's a lot of of the idea that a lot of people have nowadays is you join a union and then you get to boss the boss around. That's really the vibe. People That's what join they want. Yeah. Yeah, well, they, a lot of people are supporting the writer's strike and the actor's strike just on the basis that it's a strike yeah. and that it's unionized in because, any way. Be, Not based on whether their expectations or demands are reasonable. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's, it's all political. And this falls into, I think, the category of people that are kind of doing activism because they think they're supposed to as opposed to having principled objections or principled understanding of, of the, the situation at hand. I, I don't know much about the people that are striking other than they're, you know, they're, they're writers in, in LA. I mean, and actors how, now, now it's the actors and actors like and it's also, how much, am, how bad am I supposed to feel for you? The but consequences a, are going to hit. <clears throat> People who work on crews on yeah, sets, of course. not they, people who are in SAG-AFTRA the, the most, and they supposedly have a fund. Yeah, that, the below-the-line people are know, going to be supposedly taken care of, but, them, but that will run out eventually. That will run out. If you and think also, you can, the big-name actors are not going to be opening their wallets to help them because they not. don't care. They're anti-fragile. They can do whatever they want. And this is also going to hurt most of the less established actors in the union the worst. Yeah. The... Big names like Fran Drescher doesn't care. No, and uh, I mean she gets she, what they want. She cares not. because it's her job to care, and she'll she'll try to negotiate the best deal she can because it's literally. But her I job. mean, ultimately, she's like partying in Paris with she Kardashian. Was, like they <laughs> they explained. Apparently, she's an ambassador for the brand that was throwing that event, so she had okay. to be there. And they announced beforehand that she would be out of town for that. And she did. She was on video conference meetings during the strike that whole time. Mm -hmm. So like they're they're gonna do what they're gonna do. But the thing is here. It's simple. The actors and the writers have done nothing to ingratiate themselves to the public who are just not going. Maybe 20 years ago, it would have been like, yeah, stick it to the man. The corporations suck. And I have no love loss for some fortune. But the, co the corporations are just as bad putting out all the garbage that we're seeing today. But between the political activism from actors, the crappy writing and political activism from writers, yep. the average person who doesn't, who doesn't know what's going on in the industry is going to be like, I don't care. Yeah. I hope you get what's coming to you. I I'm not trying like to be Russia rude. versus Ukraine. Yeah. I don't like the studios yeah. and I don't like the actors. And they're talking about like these fat cat executives at the studios don't care about these actors getting paid fairly. But 
the actors are already overpaid and overly entitled. I don't. Yeah, I don't like any of the shit you produce. And, I yeah. don't like. The, I don't like the the. Also, I don't like the the studios. I don't like the actors. I don't like the writers. So you I can like, all go to hell yeah, for all I care. Screw off. I don't care. They're like, also they're talking about these corporations. Are like they're posting record profits and like these companies. Are I don't losing, give a shit. Like if I hear, not, they're not. They're lo- There's like first of all, we just came out. I don't of care. Co- we just came out of COVID where they lost insane amounts of money trying to pivot to new business models they're cutting projects left and right the idea that they're posting record profits is simply not true and if it is it's not true based on one department alone because these are diversified business and businesses and portfolios warner brothers universal disney they don't just make money on your crappy movies and television they make money at theme parks with merchandise with toys it's not all because of you if anything right now netflix Hulu, Disney, all of these streaming services, you know what they need to do? All these actors, like, we're striking forever. Like, okay, who's buying up Seinfeld? Fired. Like, buy Seinfeld, buy The Office, yeah. and 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 live forever <laughs> on these shows. You don't need them forever anymore. Like, there was a time when there was no streaming where, yes, the new season is coming up, and you need your shows to put on television. Now you know what they say? They go... You, 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 and you make a bunch of reality TV shows. You, 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 and you license out as much product as possible and get as much incoming streaming material as possible. And we will weather this storm until we literally choke out these people and they're they're so broke they have to come crawling back to us. Does that make me, does that give me warm fuzzies inside? No, it doesn't. But I have a hard time really caring, especially since you said one of the big points here. The sticking look, point here the, is that they haven't reached negotiations on AI. And the direct, and, and actors getting compensated for yeah. their likenesses being used in AI. And remember, directors signed their new agreement a week, two weeks ago, directors already renegotiated their upcoming deal. Let's listen to what Bob Iger has to say about it. Bob Iger, who just signed his new $27 million contract. Uh, here's what Bob Iger had to say about it. Content. We're in the midst of a writer's strike, and very likely it would seem to have a actor's strike. How is that going to impact things, and what are your expectations there? Well, I think it's very disturbing to me. I, you know, we've talked about... Uh, disruptive forces on this business and all the challenges that we're facing in the recovery from COVID, which is ongoing. It's not completely back. This is the worst time in the world to add to that disruption. Uh, I understand uh, any any labor organization's desire to um, work on the behalf behalf of its members to get you know the most compensation to be compensated fairly based on the value that they deliver. We managed as an industry to negotiate a very good deal with the Directors Guild that reflects the value that the directors contribute to this great business. We wanted to do the same thing with the writers and we'd like to do the same thing with the actors. There's a level of expectation that they have that is just not realistic. And they are adding to a set of challenges that this business is already facing that is quite frankly very disruptive. So they're not being realistic? Uh, No, they're not. Why not? I can't can't answer that question. Again, I respect their right and their desire to get as much as they possibly can in compensation for their people. I, and I completely respect that. I've been around long enough to understand that dynamic and to appreciate it. But you also have to be realistic about the business environment and what this business can deliver. It is and has been a great business for all of these people, and it will continue to be, even through disruptive times. But, you know, being realistic is imperative What are you here. doing in the interim, then? 
Does AI well, start it, to it write a lot the, of scripts? It will have a it will have a very very damaging effect on the whole business, and unfortunately, the there's huge collateral damage in the industry to people who are you know who are support services. I could go on and on. It will affect the economy of you know different regions even because yeah. of just the size, sheer size. The they business. really wanted it, a quote from him it, about AI here. I know. <laughs> uh, I, have so they, I wanted to read this one quote from a well-established actress who decided to go unnamed in this article. She said uh, about AI, this is a power grab, pure and simple. We see what's coming. They can't pretend we won't be used digitally or become the source of new, cheap, AI-created content for the studios. And that's totally true, but... I mean, first of all, that has to do with the fact that, you know, non-AI generated content has been devalued so heavily yeah. and no one likes it and it costs too much to make. When you spend, they were, I was reading somewhere that they said uh, that uh, Katie Sackhoff said that the catering budget on The Mandalorian yeah. was higher than the entire budget of uh, Battlestar. <laughs> like like the like the the money there's the money yeah. gets wasted and there is a fair point here like we're talking about the like when you mentioned the the richest of the rich it's not just not every actor that works in Hollywood that's a member of SAG is a rich actor there's plenty of them that are living paycheck to paycheck that aren't going to make that I don't aren't, know who mentioned the richest of the rich um like like we, we were talking about look rich actors rich writers rich people there's also yeah, plenty I'm, of actors that are not wealthy yeah, but my, that are going to that are going to struggle that's, through that, this. that but my point wasn't the, about my point was, or that I wanted to make was, like, I don't care how much money the studios are making. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Like the idea that oh, they're making X amount of dollars, so they need their so, fair. Sh they need to pay their fair share. Yeah, I, I don't greed. care. They they're, use they're, the word greed. I don't give a shit. They can, they can, like the idea that that you're owed, entitled to an amount of money from from the studios. No, you're not entitled to anything. Yep. You've yeah. got it. You've got a deal worked out with the with the uh studios the the point is your union is supposed to make a deal with you that's sad make a deal with the studio that's satisfactory to you yeah um, also captioned like bob Iger, who makes 27 million dollars yeah, a year by again, the way that's just because of the garbage <laughs> commies in media that's yeah. literally what it is the point of that stuff is to set people off and upset them about the, the amount of money that, you know, a CEO makes. But someone that is, if writing, co co like, uh, shows and stuff like that is anything like writing songs in Hollywood, which I imagine it is, you get four or five people in a room and you bang out scripts. You yeah. bang out ideas. You're one of five people that worked on five episodes of that 15-episode uh, episodic thing how much did you you know how much input did you do compared to the other four people that were in the room and is how it tends to go so this idea that that people have some kind of uh some kind of entitlement to the what the the studio produces because they worked on it it's really really not something that i'm in any way sympathetic to Yep. I wanted to list some of the projects that are going to be impacted by the actor's strike. The second season of House of the Dragon. And by the way, this whole list is just shit you don't care about. <laughs> a lot of people Day like of House of the Jackal. Uh, a lot of people no, like No, I know. House a lot of, of people like it. Yeah. I don't personally yeah. care. Day of the Jackal, Industry, Bad Sisters, Doctor Who, <laughs> and or <laughs> <laughs> Alien, The White Lotus, Emily in Paris. This is all just the, shit. The White Lotus is then, popular. Um, movies, Paddington in Peru. Amazing. With Dylan Mulvaney. 
Amateur, Gladiator 2. Is it actually with Dylan Mulvaney? No. Oh. The Radleys, Mortal Kombat 2. Ah, I care about that. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a sequel in 2023 or 4, yeah. so who cares? Heads of State, Wicked, Beetle, Beetlejuice, bleh, Beetlejuice 2, and Speak No Evil. Yeah. And I just don't... Uh, I'm not like on the edge of my seat to see any of this stuff. Nope. If the actors strike, if the actors strike, you know, makes these yeah. movies get shelved or trashed entirely, I'm gonna be still, you know, able to sleep at night. And in the residuals and the royalties may be low, but like I said, you've done nothing to get the public on your side because you're annoying activists. Your writing <laughs> in the industry has been subpar at best for the last ten years. There's not much you can say to me that that puts me sympathetic and in your corner. Are, These are actors people... allowed to promote their projects nope. during a strike no. at all? Nope. So if the strike starts today, which they nope. did the the vote this morning, yep. does that mean that promotion for so like Barbie, for instance, you're gonna have is to is gonna have to discontinue? Uh, it, that would depend. Like when it was just the writers' strike, it would have affected the writers. For right. the for the actors, I don't know. Um, we'll have to see. They might have gotten it out just in time. There was a, a big one there from Stephen Harris that is not with a message. There's no message oh, there. Okay. But thank, thank you, Stephen. Thank um, you for the crisis party. But uh, but yeah, yes, like yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, like, look, it, the other the other sad fact of this is, guys, we are in an age now where the Zoomers and beyond they're watching. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my God. Mm, yes, yeah. ice cream. Yes, yes, yes. They don't. Margot don't, Robbie is gonna have to become a TikTok she, live streamer. Like Margot Robbie's just gonna be like, yes, yes, yes. Mm, wow. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Like you don't need. You don't explicitly need this anymore. And eventually, what you're gonna do is you're gonna bully adults into watching that. Next week, Phil's gonna have to be like watching. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. Ice cream. Mm, yes. Hot dog. Yes, yes, yes. Like you. They don't need you anymore. And entertainment as a whole has been democratized you will be able to watch all the same streamers that you love on twitch or kick or whatever platform it is and the bargaining power is going to remain with the studios for the time being now one thing that could be said like look if a tom cruise comes to you and says i want to promote mission impossible dead reckoning 2 what do we need to do to make this strike go away there may be more on the table there but i'm just sick of the the blatant bland it's because of greed issue when we see all the time that shows get left up for like they they admitted when they were making uh, all these last however many seasons of these shows on the CW that none of them made any money ever. They never profited. They lost money on it all the time. Yeah. What do you what are they supposed to do with this? They're canceling projects left and right. If At corporate the end, greed were a thing, would they not uh, make shows and movies that people actually want to watch? Yeah, you you would think that like, like if the corporate greed were such a factor here, there would be more. Your ESG score won't keep you warm product, at nights. Right? Uh, <laughs> your 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 ESG score won't keep you warm at night. So I guess maybe you should have. Uh, promoted yourself based on talent rather than based on and i know that this is coming off callous but these people are the same ones that lecture you the same ones that tell you that if you don't like their movie you're a sexist misogynist istophobe i just miss me with it miss yeah. me with it i don't care 
I'm sorry. Uh, and, we'll, and we'll still review things if we have to go through and review old things with lots of those actors that are, getting, that are still getting their residuals because they made a mark on society. I guess they'll just have to deal with it, actors. Actors are going to be stuck in their homes again, just like COVID. Oh, no. Well, it's going to make well, Imagine covers. I mean, together. but that's what, that's, that's what that statement was, right? That they're literally just going to wait them out. And they've, they own enough IP. They own enough of this stuff to keep got going. one from Mr. X. He said, uh, did... <laughs> Did you ever have a dream that you um you had you 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 could you <laughs> so you you'll do you could you you want you want them to do you you so much you could do anything? Credit your wig. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, um yes yeah, uh, um yes it's what it um yeah look guys I know we're making fun of her but I'm I'm not much different than her i'm not far off from that so you know i i sympathize with her on that but if she wants to make fun of me she can but you know that's us when they ask us how pop culture crisis is a feminist show she doesn't know i exist so it's (laughs) fine we're we're good uh do you think that there's any way that this gets solved anytime soon another thing that's big here is like there are now two depart there's now the actors and the writers striking and the directors are over here like we'll work yeah like we're we're good like why did the what made it so that the directors were willing to strike and i asked this to dallas sanye i said like why did the why did the directors come to a deal so quickly and the writers weren't able to do that he said reasonable demands you're never going to get these studios to bend on ai there's too much money to be made there's too much control to be had an ai isn't going to talk back to you and strike how about True. that? Well, <laughs> the AI isn't going to tell you that it wants fair compensation. True. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't think that they're going to come to the negotiations that they want on AI. I think this is actually just going to solve the problem in Hollywood that we've been wanting to solve just in an unexpected way, yeah. which is the dilution of constant content getting churned out that is useless and no one likes. And they're going to have to start paring down and making products that people actually want to see. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Mm, yes, crisis party. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like uh, on one, like it, it does feel like twenty years ago, you'd have been like, "Yeah, stick it to the corporations, uh, whatever." But nowadays, it just feels like there's like no chance of that and in that same interview bob Iger admitted that the emphasis on quantity over quality with their marvel productions has devalued the franchise and taken the focus away you don't say from the audiences they also they're they're less interested because you're not making quality content uh colleen in the chat here says uh or i'm sorry in the in the twitter Space says, look at the wealthy guy trying to justify paying slave wages to his workers. Uh, hyperbole much? Yeah. Uh, I, I guess, I, actually, I don't know. Oh, there's a $20 one right there. Uh, there's one from Dave Gazzulli. He said, until Hollywood breaks away from the whole prequel, sequel, reboot, retelling dynamic, I will cry no tears for the poor striking actors. Phil, can I get a hell yeah or a yes, yes, yes? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um... Yes, yes, yes. Um, I, I don't get, like, I don't get why, why people are, are feel sorry for the screenwriters. Like, mm. they've been writing garbage. Everyone knows they've been writing garbage for, you know, yeah. ages and ages and ages. People complained about the quality of, 
of the stuff coming out of Hollywood and, and stuff for ages and ages and ages. And now it's like they're seeing. I checked out of stuff that, that was episodic TV and stuff. I think it was when Shameless had an episode where Antifa were the good guys. Yeah. Like, and this was after 2020, after like there were li- like Antifa was burning down buildings and, you know, throwing Molotov cocktails at, at people and stuff. So after that, I was just like, all right, this isn't this whole industry is lost. Yeah. Watching any of the garbage that they put out is totally antithetical to any of my personal goals, which are to have as much pushback against that type of mentality as possible. I, I don't get why people are upset. Let it fall apart. Let them let them fire them. They they need to have market competition, and they don't have it. So, well, they're actually they're they're probably getting the results of market competition in 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 the form of 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 the lost wages and lost revenue because people don't watch that stuff anymore. And and in the end of the day, the people are just going to go and rewatch these. These studios own tons of content. They own tons of IP. They can always license out more content. The subscribe, like right now, is anybody canceling Netflix because no new show comes up? Like it'll take a while before that happens, right? Like, the joke was always like people turn on Netflix, they scroll for 45 minutes and they just watch a comedy special. Like they can keep doing that and they're going to, and they're going to be able to keep doing that and they're going to be able to wait it out a hell of a lot longer than the writers or the actors will. So I know this isn't the most nuanced or the most uh, intellectual take on it, but they've broken me from 10 years of garbage. So sue me. Let's go to Super Chats. Gabby Hayes said, Taylor Swift is far more mid than Margot Robbie going off physical appearance alone. Whoever votes mid has never been with a woman like Margot. Taylor Swift is not mid in any sense of the word and also should have gotten a cameo in the Barbie movie because she's a six foot tall blonde. Maybe they're holding it. Maybe they're holding it and it's going to be like a secret cameo. Maybe. <laughs> I doubt it. Shane H. Wilder said, cringe of the day. Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we live to we live to make your guys' life more. If I have to watch it, you have to watch it. Wrath said, we need a new crusade. <laughs> Is that in response to the cringe of the day? Yeah, that was, that was when we were watching Yes, Yes, Yes. <laughs> Yurishima Otaru said, how is Barbie a feminist film? Uh, answer word salad it was uh and it yeah. wasn't a healthy word salad she needs you see to that? get her brain checked out have you ever seen the the meme it says like uh the inventor the inventor of croutons he goes and it's like uh, i'm eating a salad i wish this hurt <laughs> <laughs> i'm just picturing like greta gerwig goes into a seizure or something before she finishes answering that question oh yes Corey anderson said i didn't know kamala harris was making movies now yeah yeah <laughs> Kamal Harris is more charismatic somehow than Greta Gerwig. Yurishima Otaru said Barbie was originally a gag sex doll from Germany. I did not know that. I saw somebody else in the chat say that. Um, interesting. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's true, but then they like based it off of the the CEO's daughter instead. Well, that's a whole bunch of yeah. <laughs> weirdness that I don't want to get into. Barbara. Let's do one more and then we'll move on. Justin G said, I would like to change my vote to mid, please. There's no going back. Once you've chosen one, you can't change it. Yep. All right. Let's hold off on the rest. We will come back, ladies and gentlemen. So let's talk about Dog the Bounty Hunter, Dylan Mulvaney, 
Peru and uh, in homophobia, apparently, right? Yeah. What was what was going on? Dog the Bounty Hunter recently did an interview where he just launched into a homophobic tirade. I don't know if it was specifically targeted at Dylan Mulvaney, if he was just talking in general, but uh, it was pretty crazy. Do you think we can show it on, on here? Or is, the what, the is one from the us? TMZ clip? Yeah. Um, yeah. We can try. Is it going to get us in trouble? It was pretty crazy because he is actually inciting violence <laughs> yeah, maybe we should leave it off then do you yeah. want to do you want to give an edited he, version he basically of what he says? said like if i saw dylan mulvaney in person i would drop him that that's, you can't do that you can't said. you can't say that he said um we don't need any more sissy men <laughs> <laughs> he said jesus was not a sissy and uh the pride comes before the fall and he also said the the classic line, God made Adam and Eve, not Adam oh, and God. Steve. Wow, I have not seen Go off, dog. <laughs> the I, I look, like I you might as well have that on some like it feels like something you'd see on some really, really bad person's uh, doormat. Uh, in, in an area he like said not, anyone who was coming for your children would have to get past Jesus's blood and shotgun shells first. It's, uh, it's so he weird. did not hold back. It's, okay, he, he did not hold back at all. And say what you will about those opinions, but he has the right to speak his mind. This like is America. Of us do. Excuse me. America. I, feel I like thought those this was America. Opinions. Those are just like emotions and bumper stickers. Uh, in the True. chat, uh, dear <laughs> screen. Speaking said, in bumper sticker. He was speaking in bumper sticker. <laughs> uh, uh, in the chat right now, it's uh, dear screen says uh, Chad the bounty hunter. That's not luck. <laughs> uh, uh, he went off. Here's basically. here's what's funny. Like Hollywood is now so like think about how Hollywood is so divided. Dog the bounty hunter used to do guest appearances on Hawaii Five O. Like he, if if that show is still on the air, he ain't coming back no. after saying this. And they're not letting him enough, back. It seems like one of his daughters is actually gay and in a gay relationship. So his other daughter posted on Instagram denouncing all of his comments. She said. The comments made by Dwayne Chapman reflect prehistoric beliefs and do not align with true Christian values. Jesus loves everyone and would strongly denounce this non-accepting rhetoric. It is utterly repulsive to advocate violence against our transgender community, and it is equally repulsive to invoke Jesus' name in vain to support such views. Making comments about my sister's marriage and sexuality is abhorrent. I have personally apologized to my sister Lisa for our father's words, and I extend that apology publicly as well. Despite our differences, I am deeply sorry that our father publicly disrespected you and your relationship. I don't know if he specifically mentioned yeah, either. his daughter, but that's that's pretty weird. I'm not. I don't like back the stuff that Dog was saying, um, but I don't back what the response from his kid was either. I don't so the whole thing is just awful. They're all bad. And then, and then addressing just, it as as Dwayne Chapman instead of my dad. My dad telling or my dad dog the bounty hunter. So <laughs> Dylan Mulvaney has decided to flee the United States in search of uh, safety from this type of bigotry. Dylan Mulvaney has left America for Peru, as uh, Daxerto said, she no longer feels safe. Let's watch this video real Oof, quick. Um, I, I don't like watching Dylan Mulvaney TikToks, but it must be I'm, Okay, surprise, I'm in Peru, and I'm at Machu Picchu. Isn't this just so beautiful? Um, I'm here by myself, and I used to do a ton of solo traveling. I'm telling you, it's the best. I you wonder could ever why. Do a solo trip I wonder it why you feel safe solo traveling. To get traveling. to know yourself better. Um, That's but not the I experience of most women. You know what I mean? 
And I definitely have. I've done shaman ceremonies that were like 10 years worth of therapy. It was wild. Um, I've seen a lot of llamas and the people here are so kind. I feel very safe here. It's a little sad that I had to leave my country to feel safe, but that will get better eventually. And I am dying for some Trader Joe's rolled chili lime chips. But other than that, I am so content. Still haven't been kissed yet, but I'm holding out hope. And okay. most of all, you know, this trip has just has me feeling like I'm my own best friend again. And that is the best feeling in the world. And I hope that you feel that way about yourself too. And I love ya. Okay. Bye. Um, I doubt that, do you think Dylan didn't feel safe in America around the people that Dylan knew? Like, is that was that, I don't understand what you're saying. Do you think that people- Well, he in, talked about like, I'm getting followed and stalked okay, in the like, streets. Yeah, I mean, that's not good either. It seems that like exactly the type of attention that Dylan Mulvaney wanted all along. I mean, I don't think anybody should be following be or threatening Dylan Mulvaney at all. No, I, like, I don't think that either, um, but that's the type of attention that a narcissist wants. That, it doesn't matter if it's positive or negative. There was just something really sad about watching that. it's it's really sad because dylan mulvaney is clearly a very very lonely and isolated person i mean even that comment like i haven't been kissed yet haha holding out hope mm. it's like you've made yourself repulsive to I most mean, people on purpose i've said this before in other uh on other venues or whatever but the the biggest thing preventing dylan from getting from getting a relationship is dylan yeah. Like, it doesn't matter the, about Dylan's transness or if Dylan's a gay man that's acting, whatever. I don't care. The act, the, the, the fact that people watch Dylan and are like, that looks exhausting. Yeah. Can yeah. you imagine trying to keep up? Like, trying to keep up with Dylan Mulvaney and also avoiding, like, a serious Adderall or cocaine problem? Not happening. There's a, like the, the, there's a big one there from Steve Harris. Stephen oh, Harris. Thank you. He said all Hollywood does is pander to Gen X with 80s reboots of anything we grew up with and no new original thought. Yep. Oh, by the way, Phil is effing awesome. <laughs> thank you, Stephen. Uh, and yes, true. and by the way, what's going to happen is eventually that's going to give way to, to, to pandering to millennials with the millennial reboots, and that's incoming. Did, but, was there anything that, that came out for the millennials that could be rebooted? There's a lot. I mean, the Harry Potter's already being rebooted. Yeah. Oh, there's, yeah. There's, there's, a lot, there's a lot of stuff. I think a lot of, like the, the shows that I, that I always talk about, all of those shows that were on the USA Network will probably end up getting rebooted down the The whole line. CW gets like, rebooted. Yeah, we'll end up getting rebooted. <laughs> well, uh, Literally I mean, everything. They reboot the channel. They rebooted Gilmore Girls, right? Or something like all they these shows that- Gossip Girl. Got, or Gossip Girls. Like all these shows that girls love. Melrose Place got a reboot. That was Gen X. Yeah. Uh, 90210 got a continuation. They did Saved by the Bell again. Like, uh, it'll just continue to happen. So, but, but you're right about Dylan Mulvaney, Phil, because this is obviously not an authentic person. Yeah. That's yeah. like the biggest reason why you can't have a relationship is you can't even be honest with yourself, let alone anyone else. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, look, gay men wouldn't be interested in Dylan Mulvaney because this is someone trying to look womanly. Like a woman Lesbians would not be attracted to Dylan Mulvaney for the hopefully repulsed. obvious reasons. Uh, straight men, probably not attracted to Dylan Mulvaney for, uh, again, hopefully very obvious reasons. But like even besides the anatomy stuff going on, Dylan is the kind of person that 
you would need to be you would need to be able to to Dylan deal is with all that energy. about Dylan. Yeah, I mean, you, and no one else. There is no way you can be in a relationship with Dylan and expect to have any room for yourself. Yeah, your entire relationship is going to be about Dylan. So, I mean, that, that, at least that's the way that that he comes off or anyway. she comes off. So if if that's not the case, then the behavior needs to change to attract someone. It's ironic that Dylan Mulvaney fled to Peru in order to feel safe uh, as a minority in gender and sexual identity. Because Peru actually uh, is a bit challenged in its laws for LGBT people. Hold on, Dahl same cl sex. Doll Click says, "How do you guys even know that uh, that she doesn't have people who like her?" Oh my God, are you kidding me? She said, he "Literally said, says. I've still never been kissed." So we're just going by what Dylan said. I mean, there are plenty of people who can comment on Dylan Mulvaney's TikToks. How do we know? Because like, you well, go queen, but that doesn't mean you have actual friends or relationships. Yeah, that, like that, because that's what Dylan said. Like, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm reading from the Wikipedia page now. Lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people in Peru face legal challenges not experienced by non-LGBT residents. While same-sex sexual activity among consenting adults is legal, same-sex marriage and same-sex civil unions are still illegal, and you do not have the option in Peru to legally identify as any gender other than your biological sex. So that's where we get back to the point where I talk about it's these people that pretend like America's not as awesome as it is, with, that doesn't have yeah. all the things that you're allowed to do here. It's annoying. Thank <laughs> you. There's a uh, $20 one there from Dave Gazzulli. He said... Wait, wait for the... Okay. Wait for the crisis part. One second. He said, Dylan will find himself eventually. It will just take some time. And plant medicine is a poor substitute for self-discovery. Also, my posts may not always land, but it's hard when your head is always in the clouds. <laughs> True. Um, it's just, you're right about that, Brett. Like, the U.S. is the only place where Dylan Mulvaney is free to be Dylan Mulvaney and do Dylan Mulvaney things. But it comes at the cost that that freedom, that license that you have here comes at the cost that anyone is able to say anything about what you do and yeah. have opinions about what you do and voice them freely. It's really funny, too, because I watch so much old television and I look back at just how different the world was and how much less fragile or at least seemingly fragile people were. If anything, people used to take. Uh, in affront to your personality or the fact that you were different. Now it's almost like a false sense of, of pride where it's like, I'm different and I'm okay with that. But what they really mean is I'm different and I want you to be okay yes. with that. Back then, you had to actually have the fortitude to accept that you were different, you weren't like everyone else. And the funny thing is, like, even even for someone like me who is a straight white male, <laughs> growing up growing up rollerblading in a, in a in a country where skateboarding was extremely popular, and there was a lot of people that didn't like what we did. I saw that from people in that industry. Never bothered me. It was just part of who I was. Nor did it. I care what people thought of what I did. And we could do as human beings with getting back to that knowledge, Dylan Mulvaney could do with saying like, look, you may not like me, but first of all, you got your millions from your ad campaigns from, from Bud Light and all these places. Take the money. Do, and run. Uh, and not just no, take the money, accept that you're different, accept that being different is something that can be meaningful if you don't look at it as something that is something to be fixed 
from other people. You can't expect them to agree with everything you do in your life. That is not real. We've misunderstood what tolerance is. Yeah. Now tolerance is supposed to also mean blind acceptance. It doesn't mean the, that. Just because I don't have a problem with what Dylan Mulvaney... It's more, it's more like tolerance means uh, not just tolerating, but endorsing and, and celebrating. Exactly. And just because I don't have a problem with what Dylan Mulvaney does, although I do find him too good at his, he is media trained and too, almost too good at the image he puts on for me to ever buy that it's real. I don't expect any, everyone on the planet to blindly endorse him. Just like I don't expect everyone on the planet to blindly endorse me, my views, my beliefs or who I am. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Tolerance, the very word, implies that you are uh, tolerating or abiding with a present evil or a you know present thing that bothers you, possibly. That now you're right. That has turned into a word that means celebration. Yeah, like tol like you're. That's a great point because like tolerance implies disapproval. Yes, exactly. Like the and just the, the word tolerance, like the the meaning of the word tolerance implies that you tolerate it even though you disapprove of it the permission that you have in this country to dress how you want to express yourself how you want to make tiktoks and wear makeup TikToks. and get brand deals all of those permissions uh they do come at the cost that you are open on the table for criticism and people have equally the right to disapprove of what you do Obviously, physical violence is not included in that, but like if you don't feel safe because there are people at Breitbart misgendering you in articles, I'm sorry, <laughs> that's you don't realize how privileged you are. Yep. We have True. it very we have it very, very good here. Everyone that lives in this country has it very, very good here. Uh, it is the only place in the world where you find fat homeless people. It, it, <laughs> I mean, it's true, man. It's uh, it's annoying because it's uh, my my ideals being like I'm very critical of the U.S. government, but also very very uh, very much in support of what American ideals should mean and the population should be uh, and what the population is uh, kind of run at odds, right? Like you do live in the greatest country on earth, sure, we're the great Satan to other countries, but if you were privileged enough to be born to live here, a little bit of gratitude would go a long way. And I talk about that a lot beyond just this story that actually having gratitude is one thing when everything's going right. Being great, being able to be grateful and understand gratitude when not everything is going right at all, that is actually when it's important. Yeah, 100%. So, all right. Uh, we got some super chats there. Benjamin Mauser said, life in plastic, it's fantastic. <laughs> Speaking of plastic, uh, all of these people are saying like Jennifer Lawrence is looking really good these days, which is true. She had a glow up. I, I agree. It's it not really a glow up. She just got a blepharoplasty that like uh, raised her upper, was... upper face and lengthened her eyelids. I was basing it solely off of like, I, I just figured <laughs> it was like she was at the, she was at a premiere. She's an example of plastic surgery done right what? and also the fact that surgery can give way better results than just pumping your face full of filler what was that movie she just had come out no hard feelings no like it was, uh, it was there was photos of her at the no hard feelings premiere and she was looking um she was looking real it's like that life in feelings. plastic yeah bro. uh <laughs> hold on I, I was i saw it and i was like is that the same person i was like maybe she, i looked at him like maybe she was the first action hero female action hero of all time i'm starting to buy it right now ladies and gentlemen like you know Surgeries, 
there. Not always an obvious thing. I was like, look at her. Maybe, maybe she was before Ripley. What do I know? Oh, wait a minute. She got the eye lift. Who's surgery. that? Jennifer Lawrence. Oh god. It, it barely looks like her, it, actually. I mean, listen, I take I know that like people are gonna feel a way about like like getting surgery and stuff. She looked good as hell. I don't care what Em says. I'm, she does look good. She looks yeah. so good. I'm I'm feeling some type of way about this photo. I she, am. Like she's <laughs> like, like she's kind of like my like the soft features. Like she doesn't have like pointy features. She has kind of soft features in yeah. her face. And yeah. Like that. I she, I find her so attractive. So like she's just the prettiest. She looks one when in I the say surgery done so. right, it means that she got those the eye lift. And she didn't get the buccal fat removal yeah. that, like, sucking the fat out of so your face. So pretty. She, she looks still like she's looks incredibly yeah. youthful because she kept that baby face that she was made fun of for having for so long. It's, I think she's just, like I said, I mean, I'm she's just stupid pretty in my she's, opinion. She looks like she's angry at me in that photo, and I'm here for it. Let's I, go. <laughs> you know. Disco didn't, Jensen Didn't we said, talk about not talking about kinks or something? <laughs> Disco Jensen said, Hollywood is a zombie. The last few projects show that it knows how to do the old stuff well, but unnatural storytelling is costly uh all the storytelling these days is unnatural tom bombader said unions aren't universally bad my old man was part of the umwa coal miners then teamsters truck drivers they represented their members yeah i i am sympathetic with those unions but when it's actors striking but isn't it also kind of like one of those things like when they talk about unions that used to be for like skilled labor that required certifications and stuff like that so like uh uh, you know whether you're uh an hvac tech whether you're a plumber an electrician that's different than somebody who just uh is an actor or works at starbucks maybe i'm wrong i don't know Corey Anderson said, Mary, when are you getting married? I think you would be an adorable pregnant lady. <laughs> well, that's a little weird. <laughs> but, like, I'm, I'm trying to picture Mary, like we're doing the show and Mary's like, I don't have time for this. <laughs> um, no comment. No comment. Not the last of my kind said stuck in traffic for over an hour now, but I got PCC. Perfect. Yeah. All right. All right, guys, we got a couple more things to talk about here. We only got one more very big thing to talk about. So, ladies and gentlemen, it has been going around on Twitter and social media, much like our discussion we just had about Jennifer Lawrence. See, the Internet is wildly debating, is Margot Robbie mid? Thoughts? She's definitely not mid because mid implies average and it average is overweight in america so she's not mid just by definition so a twitter user posted a selfie of hers where she was wearing no or minimal makeup and captioned it this is her without makeup definitely mid let's show the example here uh yeah here i got so this we can one get right your here. educated opinions uh she is not mid she, like, She's definitely not mid. My favorite, po- po- uh, this lady and here also, says. And uh, also, tell me for one second that you would swipe left. Look, that picture also, and on top of that, you're not, you're not wrong. I wouldn't, but like that picture too. Like, if you take the phone and you go, yeah, <laughs> and take a picture, it's and still look gonna, that good. Yeah, and, and still, still look. It's like, kind of like the the meme when everyone says like when the fr- when you accidentally open the front camera 
and everybody's face looks like that and, and like nobody looks good when the front camera just opens. Margot Robbie looks fantastic yes. when she accidentally opens the, the front, front camera. facing camera. Yep. She does. I don't care if it's Another on a person. four megapixel camera, a 12 megapixel camera. She's going to look good either way. Another person said she's a hard seven. You used to find a Margot Robbie in every blockbuster video in 1995. Okay, why is it always a blockbuster? What What is the other one there? It was like it's, it's either they're at a blockbuster or in 1995 like a or a Chili's waitress in 1995 <laughs> they're always it's every small town had at least one more margot robbie at this but like, town or maybe in 1995 you weren't addicted to uh you know high-speed internet hardcore pornography people weren't maybe, as fat yeah people weren't yeah. as fat that's also another factor that's true like you people... weren't constantly inundated with images and videos of extremely beautiful women on your phone like this, all the time your computer that's in your pocket constantly yep and I'm you not, had a more accurate view of what women are beautiful or not as someone that like was alive in 1995 and like doing adult things like it it really wasn't so different the way that you were like like now people say, oh, you're in, inundated with stuff from your phone. And it's like, yes, but you Not were still me. getting it back then, too. You were getting it in ads. You were still getting it on TV. There were televisions playing everywhere. So there was still that same type of thing. I think that the... I really think that the fact that people are just overall not as healthy nowadays as they were in the past, uh, I think that has a lot to do with it. A lot to do with it. I'm, I'm just, I'm not going to be able to agree with the people saying hard seven here. I just, I don't think that this is somebody, nobody's swiping I think left. it's just a contrarian trolling take. Yeah. And also people are saying that this is an example of the negging tactic where you flirt with someone by putting them down a little bit. This is not negging. No. You have never and will never get a chance to interact with Margot Robbie or likely anyone Mary's as beautiful right. as her Mary's in person right. in yeah. your life. Yeah. And you're just coping because of that. Yep. You're Mary's like, damn, right. I didn't even want her anyways. And she doesn't know who you are. Uh, and she is, uh, there was Jamie Priestley, uh, Presley in the 90s, who was very much similar looking yeah. to her. Emma Mackey, uh, Emma Mackey looks similar to her. Hollywood has a type, right? There is a, a certain objective beauty that Hollywood likes to push. And to say that she's mid isn't, uh, somebody's saying hard seven, uh, seven isn't mid though. I'm like, I don't seven see. Seven isn't mid in my opinion, because mid, mid means average. Yeah. Yeah. Seven is above average. I just, I don't know if I see her as a seven either. I see her as, an, as, as higher than I that. I also don't yeah. what, know what it means when people say like a hard seven or a soft seven or like what do those words mean? 7.5, 6.8, those kind of things. There's, uh, there's Dave a, there's Gazzulli a... said, you can do a lot with heavy makeup and Insta filters. I can't believe this is an actual position. Say it with me, people. Natural beauty is still a thing. Just because you might not have it, don't just discount it. Insta filters can give you it's... someone else's whole ass face. Yeah. Never mind, just you know, makeup and stuff like well, it can make you extreme, into Tom Cruise. But... Well, this is not that. I'm looking at her right here. This is not insta filters. It's this also not... ironic that men are constantly saying that they wish that women would be more natural. Stop getting lip fillers. Stop getting BBLs. Stop I never said any of that. Using makeup bullshit. to to mask your face, your real face. But then when a woman actually takes a candid photo of herself without makeup on, you shit on her. Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. Yeah, uh, she she posted a selfie without makeup and, and everyone dunked on her for it when she looked good in the in the picture. 
Uh, and uh, so some of the other comments that were said by Evie, yeah, it says Margot Robbie was cast in Barbie explicitly because she isn't pretty enough to alienate a female audience. That is insane. Which yeah. it, it also doesn't follow because as Brittany Martinez pointed out on Twitter, women were the ones viewing Victoria's Secret fashion shows. They were the ones viewing America's Next Top Model and I, beauty pageants. Okay, so things like, like this. It doesn't alienate a female audience to show them an aspirational female figure. Most of that is right, but I did watch a lot of Victoria's Secrets uh, <laughs> models. You're, you're an stuff. exception. But otherwise, you're right. I, I agree with you. So I mean, I think a lot of maybe like wives watched, maybe husbands were like, yes, I would love to watch the Victoria's Secret fashion show with you, honey. But also like, look, for, for a lot of this, there is a thing where it, within women that they do tear down the idea of traditional beauty, especially uh, in today's day and age. It's it's when they say, where are her organs? Unrealistic beauty standards. That is a I thing that people talk about in the world today. Uh, Mighty, Mighty Rack said Scarlett Johansson. Yes, she's got those soft features as well. She's super pretty, super pretty. Anyways. Yep. Uh, and, and I just, I can't believe that this is something that people have to debate. Cause I just, we just talked about Jennifer Lawrence for what, <laughs> five minutes. Uh, and, and like you said, and it does, it is also fair to point out, like it isn't a fair comeback to then say to the people that do claim this to be like, well, you wouldn't have a chance with her because like, look, that's, you, you can critique all you want. You should be critiquing, not necessarily, you should be realistic on what you yourself are. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and Andrina in the chat says the men in this chat seem to have crazy standards. Yes, they do. They have ridiculous standards. If if Margot Robbie is mid, I think you've got ridiculous standards. When men are on the internet, they like pretend that they have astronomically high standards. Yes. But then, if you look at the women that they actually date, yeah, men don't have standards. I, I think Adriana Lima said this. She said, I, I really am flattered that men desire me, but I have to remember that they would also have sex with a McChicken, so I don't <laughs> take it that seriously. I saw I saw a <laughs> uh, some kind of uh, statistic or whatever, some kind of something that, that there was a study done. Men, when they're ready to get married, they they will marry the woman that they're with. Like when they're like, okay, it's time to settle. That was down. a Chris Rock bit where he goes, "Fine, I'll marry it." Jeez, it's like no, kind no, of, it's not. It's uh, not. No, it's not a Chris. No. It's not a bit. But they, and then there was another thing because women were shocked because women will are like looking for yeah. the guy, and so when women were told guys will will actually. You know, when they decide, okay, it's about time. If they're with yeah. the woman, they're not going to like be like, oh, I got to find, I'm ready to get married. So I need to break up with this woman and find another woman. They'll marry the woman they're with. Whereas women, if they're like, I'm looking to break, I'm looking to, to settle down. They're looking for a certain kind of guy. And women didn't understand that. There's they were like, a, I can't believe it. There's a neurotic attitude to the women's search and the men's is more what? To just, uh, I found it time to it's just. It's sort of this arbitrary yeah. Well, it's the, time of readiness. Yeah, but it's also it's the fact that women are more picky or more selective than guys. Women are looking for there's 20 percent of the guys out there that all the women want. Yep. Guys That's will go smaller. I think it was like 10 percent or something. Well, like I, but you got maybe. you got some 10 percent. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. the point is, like men, like 
half of the women in existence men will will marry. And this is why I tell, like when I would talk about like when I would go out in public, I would see girls who were not super pretty with guys that I felt were took really good care of themselves, were driving nice cars, with and guys like, that you thought were really hot and yeah, sexy. Yeah, exactly. So guys these were, that these you were, super, were kind of attracted these, to. These were dudes that I was really into. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but the point is, is like, did the dude just say, "Sure, I'm ready to get married. Let's get married." Like uh, the Chris Rock bit is he goes, guys don't want, he goes, guys never want to settle down. He goes, guys don't want to settle down. They surrender. <laughs> he goes, fine, I'll marry you. Just let me know the, the day before I'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I, 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 think to... that's, I think it's a little bit of a cope to say that she's mid. This one article said, you don't see women reacting this way to Ryan Gosling, which is true. No women are talking about how Ryan Gosling is overrated. He's mid. Uh, there was plenty yeah, but... of people saying that he was too old and unattractive they, to, they play, were saying to play he Ken. Was, they were we're saying he was too old but no one is denying that ryan gosling is one of the most handsome celebrities by the way i'm gonna end the and poll now since i'll go keep going it said uh we're not delusional about attractive men when we see one instead we go the other way and drag legitimately mid men like pete davidson to sex god status literally just because we like their vibe i think it's pete davis has <laughs> davidson has a, a really big wiener and yeah, chicks want to that's find most out. likely the... they're just like is it really that big let me go ahead and ride that ride uh I think the the there's some funny business going on right now because I hit end to the poll and it just disappeared. Does anybody see YouTube the, doesn't want the truth to you, come out? YouTube is hiding the truth, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the the number one the answer so far what I saw was that 64 percent said that she was not mid. So that's the answer. But now it's never going to know for sure because some midnight ballots might have come in and we'll never know because it just disappeared. Where the hell did it go? Does anybody know? No. I don't know. YouTube is suppressing the truth. They Who is the... They don't want you to know that Margot Robbie isn't mid. Who is the... But also, like, when they say Pete Davidson is mid, for men, your job, your career, and your income plays more of a role for that for women than Absolutely. for men. So Pete Davidson being a Saturday also, Night Live member. I, don't discount that personality is a huge factor in women's attraction and 100%. like chemistry is a huge factor in women's attraction and guys are way more prioritizing looks for for the women that they're 100% like look the the fact of the matter is like if i weren't like in the position that i'm in my life my sex life and and relationship life would have been completely different like the 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 success level of someone for a, when it comes to a man is the probably the most attractive thing to a woman like b once you get past the like is he like physically hot it's like once you get past that it it, it really does boil down to has the guy done anything with his life yeah. is he is he successful in his in his career you know that kind of stuff is really really important to women one of these comments uh is more telling he said where are her big barbie doll tits <laughs> <laughs> Might I add that Barbie is a PG-13 movie and not a porno. And he didn't by the say way, take them out. Barbie, like Barbie dolls, <sighs> never had ginormous, disproportionate tits. They had very normal, proportionate size tits. Barbie's proportions were ridiculous. They were and ridiculous, but not because her boobs were gigantic. Her legs were just her. Really wa long. Her waist was tiny. Her waist was tiny, and her legs were seventeen thousand miles. <laughs> yeah. All the way to Canada. I'm not saying Barbie dolls are realistic proportions for women, but like that certainly is telling for where these guys are coming from. They're looking for sex doll proportions on a Barbie doll. And 
If there's so it's just I, I can't think of if Margot Robbie isn't fit to play Barbie, then who is these yeah. days? And uh, not not an actress of days past, but like an actress in her twenties or thirties today. Who would it be other than Margot Robbie? Also, Amy Schumer. Also, let's face it, like a big part no. of it, like to make a movie, it's not just about what she looks like. It's also the fact that Margot Robbie owns a production company and was one of the producers on the film. She's got more name recognition there than just about any reasons. actress mm. out there right now, aside from maybe a Scarlett Johansson. She's a very big name in the blonde actress game. And that's that's what you get. I actually can't think of a more fitting person yeah. to play unless they were going to dye the hair of a brunette. And that in which case I'd have to think about Anne it. Hathaway. I mean, Anne Hathaway. I mean, even even she's a, a little bit too. Um, is her is her like uh, too tall? Or, I mean, I mean I'm sorry, too, is her face was, too long? Anne Hathaway no. was considered for Barbie before Margot Robbie she's was in the picture. Super pretty too. Sydney Sweeney could play kind of porny eyes Barbie a little bit. I'm not even sure who Sydney Sweeney. She is. should have been one of the Barbies. Yeah, she at least. Uh, she's uh, she's in Euphoria. Um, but yeah, so I don't know, man. Uh, we'll we'll have to see what to, what it comes out of the public discourse. But I, at least what I'm seeing, I, I will say this: that the articles that I've seen, most of it seems to be uh, stuff where they're just talking about this is ridiculous. She's not mid, rather than making it about like men are just evil misogynist trolls. Uh, they're just like you're wrong. You're objectively wrong. She is not in any way, shape, or form mid. Um, maybe a little bit less time online. I Again. think these guys aren't evil misogynists. I think they're just lonely, insecure losers. <laughs> uh, would, you, uh, would you have objected to Scarlett Johansson as Barbie? I don't think that she really gives Barbie. Scarlett Johansson has zero, like, of Barbie, like the Barbie trait. So it would she be, to me, it would be yeah. very out of character. Now, if she did it and, like, nailed the role, more power to her, it'd be like, oh, wow, cool. She's a great actress or whatever. Fine. But my impression of Scarlett Johansson just doesn't really fit the Barbie role. They're but saying, that's just me. Uh, in the chat, I've seen several people say my opinions are mid. I'm like, okay, I'll, a five out of five, a five out of 10 on my opinions, I that's, guess. That's pretty I'll, good. I'll take it. Uh, I'll take it. All right, guys. Uh, I think we got at least one super chat there before we finish up. Um, no, we've got more than that. Okay. Um, the last of my kind said the hot girl next door always worked at Blockbuster, the movies, the fun center, great American cookie company, etc. Break my screen swiping right on her. Yeah. Um, Blockbuster. Blockbuster sounds right. Uh, also, remember, didn't we talk recently about the, the two girls who got basically got complimented for working at Home, Home Depot while being hot? It was like it was yeah. like working. It's kind of like uh, driving. Well, yeah, it's it's, it's working well hot. I think they don't realize just how rare OnlyFans actually is. It's like, only like there two is million, not that two great million of an amount of women doing OnlyFans. Two million, I think they said, is the is and the you, actual amount of the creator pool. Two yeah, to three million. But you don't know how many of those accounts are even active. Yeah. yeah. Let alone successful. Yeah. Yoshima Otaru said, "Men who want natural aren't the ones dunking." I disagree. I think that there, a lot of the same guys saying like women should be less fake, less plastic, use less makeup and stop, you know, false advertising are a lot of the same ones saying, you know, the natural women like Margot Robbie are mid. I think there's a lot of overlap there and it's hypocritical, but I'm sure they don't care. Tom Bompeter said, being noted as average is hardly shitting on someone, Mary. God has given you one face and you make yourselves another frailty. The name, thy name is woman. Well, I don't know if I said they were shitting on her. Where is this one? I don't see that one. 
I, I can't. I, I must. That one's not the, showing up on my end here. Yeah, it's not showing up on. It's that one's not showing up on my end. But if you're if you're calling this negging, that's not the no, same thing. It's definitely not the same thing because Margot Robbie <laughs> will never hear your individual criticism. Also, uh, when it comes to like face to face interaction and like game, a lot of guys seem to think that negging just means straight up insulting someone. I mean, didn't is that the tactic that when it's supposed used? to be like playful and charming? Yeah. How, okay, can you give me an example of playful and charming? It's not you're fucking ugly. Like that's like the, not negging. Like that's the video just I showed you, like the video I showed, the Stormy G video, where yeah, he's like, you like disgusting. What, what did he call her? A disgusting rat. <laughs> he's, he's, like, he's like, what's up, you disgusting rat? She's like, ah, me. He's, he's like, you're sexy as hell. It's like you can't call somebody a disgusting rat and then call them sexy as hell. That doesn't make any sense. There's there's a couple people like you know that dude Sneeko. That's yes. Uh, He's got one of the one of the people in his uh, orbit, at Zerka guy. He's he's a, he's a dude that just sits there and just slimes women, just calls them all in names and stuff. And it get, apparently it works. Apparently he's crushing uh, vaginas all over the he's place. He's like, yes, low self esteem, come yeah. my way, let's well, go. You know. Winter Fire said mid talk about the Emmys nominated every person in yeah. The Last of Us. Yeah, yeah. they did. Um, yeah, the, the that's some mid acting right there. The um, the the episode the the infamous episode three got nominations for both Murray Bartlett and for uh, uh, Offerman, but then also the 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 young boy who died in episode four. Spoiler: um, the dad and the son who escape with them, and then the kid turns overnight. Yeah, they're that, brothers. That kid died. Oh, brother. Yeah, I'm sorry. He he got nominated for uh, an Emmy. You know, it is what it is. This show was so bad. <laughs> I don't even think you kept like praising Pedro Pascal's acting. I loved it. I thought it, it was literally fun. just means Pedro Pascal was the least bad at acting in that show. Yeah. Last yeah. of my kind said Alexandria Daddario Barbie. Uh, what's funny is that my like a, a lot of people know Alexandria Alexandria Daddario from True Detectives. She was also in the first like six or seven episodes of White Collar. She's she's great. She's uh, they're saying that because she was nude in that in uh, in True Detectives. So you know there's less to uh, imagine. They can mm -hmm. ima they can see it all. All right, guys. Before we go, that was all of them. Right. Yep. yep. All right. So, guys, before we go, would you hit the like button on this video? Would you subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already? Thank you very much. Phil, let everyone know where they can find you. I am Phil Labonte. You can find me on Twitter, at PhilThatRemains. Uh, I am at PhilThatRemainsOfficial on Instagram. The band is All That Remains, available on Apple Music, Spotify, Pandora, and the old YouTubers. Can you give us an example of someone that's mid? Someone that's mid. Uh, Amy Schumer is probably mid. Okay. Yeah. Because she's kind of overweight, but she's not terribly overweight. She's she might be pretty if she lost weight, but she's probably you're probably never gonna know. Uh, Mindy Kaling lost a bunch of weight, right? Who who's the one who lost a bunch of weight recently? Mindy Kaling did. Yeah. Ozempic. And yeah, Mindy Mindy Ozempic. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, Mary, where can they find you? You can send me validation on Instagram at Mary Archived, or you can send me hate on Twitter that is also Mary Archived. Wait, so did, long. didn't you say that I was I was in the wrong for for um, loving Priyanka Chopra? You said she was mid. Did you say that? Um, I think that you liked her from a certain show. Yes, well, she like was like ten yeah. years ago, and she's and not more like, recent photos. I just don't think she's like that. 
I don't know. I, I mean, I hated the show. Oh, Rebel Wilson. Yeah, Rebel Wilson lost a bunch of weight. That was the other one who lost uh, a She's ton. Mad. And Adele. And Adele. Adele's hot now. Yeah, Adele's pretty. And people are mad. Yeah, they're very mad. Her and Rebel Wilson were supposed to say fat forever so that it could reinforce their world they're contractually view. obligated a, to be fat yeah. well uh rebel wilson actually was yes. yeah so uh yes but I, I will say that i did end up seeing photos of her or i ended up seeing her in citadel i thought she's still gorgeous i i still find priyanka chopra to be very gorgeous but guys if you'd like to follow me you can follow me on instagram and twitter at brett dasovic on both of those platforms if you'd like to watch this show we are here monday through friday 3 p.m eastern standard time that is noon pacific if you'd like to listen to the podcast version of this show the audio version it's on amazon music apple podcast pandora and spotify and if you'd like to follow the show on social media we're on twitter at pop culture underscore show facebook and tiktok at pop culture crisis and on instagram at pop culture crisis pod we'll be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Later. Bye.